The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. I've regained control of the show, or have I? Found out today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. It is the last Friday in March, March 28th, 2014, and I am your host, Dan Kroll. I'm happy to say that, as you heard at the top of the show there, I have regained control of this week's show, so I'm your captain now. Uh, we have some very last-minute changes. We have some folks who had to reschedule. Guy Wilson may or may not be able to call in. We found out that he is taping today, so make of that what you will. Uh, hopefully, he'll be able to find some time to call in, but we're not entirely sure, so we'll have to hang tight. And we are still, at least I am, I can't speak for anybody else, uh, recovering from last week's big star-studded celebration of SoapCentral.com's 19th anniversary. That's a lot of S sounds in there. Uh, thank goodness uh, my dentist has <laughs> done work on my teeth here. But for you regular listeners out there, you probably know that I hate surprises and I really hate people making a fuss over me. But I do want to say that I truly appreciate all of the hard work that was really involved in putting together last week's show and somehow managing to keep it all a secret from me. I also want to thank all of the guests who dropped by because there were a lot of them. Kristen Alderson, Denise Alexander, Matthew Ashford, Rebecca Budig, Crystal Chappelle, Bryn Coombs, Jade Harlow, Terry Ivins, Haley Pullos, Robin Madsen, Eden Regal, Steve Silverman, and Walt Willie. That is a mouthful. Now, the good news is that if you weren't able to listen to last week's show, and I probably shouldn't be telling you this because if I do, it's only going to encourage them to want to make next year's 20th anniversary even bigger, but you can listen to the anniversary show for free in our archives at a special address, soapcentrallive.com slash 19. And as I mentioned, one of the folks who helped pull off those uh, big surprises was Terry Ivins, and I have found out that she is on the line to chat with me for a little bit to find out how this whole big surprise thing was put together. And we also have the wonderful Navelle J. Lee on hold as well that we'll get to him in a moment because he has some wonderful thoughts about soaps as well. So Navelle will be hanging tight, but let's bring in Terry right now. Terry Ivins, my <laughs> snack partner. My midnight snack attacker. So uh, all the little birds on on your Twitter feed were saying, "Where's Terry? We got the, we have well, an emergency." So here I am because you know you're my favorite. 
Well, I appreciate that. You're my favorite as well. And I mean, we've bonded over food because, you know, food is next to soaps, probably the most important thing out there, I guess. Right? It's soaps, food, air. I I would like that. I mean, I think we should consider having a spinoff show and just talk nothing uh, nothing but food. You know, uh, that new, that new, what was it, the seaweed cracker? I don't know what it is because we haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't tasted it yet, that chip. So that Halo, whatever, I think they're called Ocean's Halo, they're following me now on Twitter. So maybe uh, they'll bless us with like a a box so we can try out this healthy stuff. I mean, I like things dipped in chocolate. (laughs) So do I. So I don't know, do they dip the seaweed in chocolate? They're going to have to do something because it seems a little healthy for me. Well, they call it salty umami goodness wrapped up in a healthy chip. It is low-cal and fat, high in protein with vitamins and minerals. It is Ocean's Halo. That's their Twitter handle, all one word, Ocean's Halo. Uh, they were. I was really surprised because they wrote back and said that it's something that is uh, safe for those who have seafood allergies because folks out there may or may not have heard me mention this before, but I am allergic to seafood, and the Ocean's Halo people say, eat up, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they even stamped it with vegan. Well, I mean, it's weed. You know. so Well, like seaweed. I mean, it's, you know, green grass stuff growing. So it must be uh, safe for people to eat. It doesn't have any cows or pigs in it. Right. And isn't, like, so isn't seaweed, like, kale, isn't that, like, help you uh, repel radiation? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but we're not making any claims about any products and what they may or may not do. Uh, I have no clue. But, you know, we like to talk about the snacks. Uh, I'm sitting here munching. Well, before the show, I was munching on some donuts from Tasty Cake. I don't know if everybody knows what Tasty Cake is. Um, it's a, a Philadelphia-based bakery. They've been around. Mm-hmm. They just celebrated their 100th anniversary. So you can't really go wrong with a donut. Oh, my gosh. A hundred-year donut? I well, the donut itself isn't a hundred <laughs> years old. I mean, I would hope not. I mean, I guess it could be. That would be a little... <laughs> the recipe. So they're, probably, they're, they're before Dunkin'. They're before probably Krispy Kremes. I think that they are. A Krispy Kreme, they're my Twitter friends, and I don't know exactly when they were founded. I do know that they're from uh, High Point, North Carolina, but I don't know when they were founded. I'm Googling that as we type. But then, of course, uh, some of the other things to talk about, since you know people see these coming up on, uh, on the Twitter feed, is something new that I've discovered. It's completely ooh, ooh. not related to soaps. And as I said, for those of you who are tuning in, we are waiting to see if Guy Wilson from Days of Our Lives can join us today. Their schedule was changed, so he's on the set taping and if he can't be with us today we're going to try to reschedule him for a day that he definitely has off and can come in and chat with you because i know that a lot of you are out there hashtagging wilson because you love you know sunny and will so stay tuned we'll certainly send you an alert on twitter if he is able to join us but in the meantime because we've got plenty of time to fill we're talking about one of my other favorite things and that is uh, a lovely and tasty thing called food uh, i am a snacky person and not everything that i like to though is not healthy or you know something that would be considered we talked about seafood that certainly is is definitely healthy but there are some things that i do enjoy that are also uh, you know health conscious and one of them that i just sort of stumbled across in the aisles of target is called big slice apples 
It is what I'm calling applesauce for adults. They're kettle-cooked apple slices. So imagine, you know, getting cutting up an apple and coring it and making slices and doing all sorts of things and slow roasting and slow uh, cooking. And then there are different flavors that they're seasoned. I had cherry vanilla, which was really tasty, and they also had another one called cinnamon French toast, which I was able to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really tasted just like French toast with apples on. So these are some of the other things. I think each pack has... Uh, 100 calories or less, it's, it's no GMOs, all that other good stuff. So I do want people to know that some of the stuff that I like, other than my Fiji water, is actually considered to be a, a healthy snack, if, you know, eaten sure. in moderation, of course. Are these apples, like, freeze-dried then? They are not. They're, like, uh, imagine going to uh, a, a place that serves brunch and getting French toast with, like, those cooked apples on top. They're not warm, yeah. they're cold. Uh, and I don't actually know if you could heat them up. That'd be a good question for the big slices, uh, big slice apples people. But it's just like that. They're actual soft apple slices with a sort of a, a – it's not really a sauce per se, but that's the best way that I can describe it off the top of my head. So it's in, in a, a jar. Pouch. No, they're in a pouch. They do have a, a larger version in a jar that I haven't quite found yet, but these are single servings in a, in a little pouch that you can rip off the top and just eat out, out of it with a fork. Uh, that's what they say. I just pour it into my mouth because I'm a glutton. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a total winner for my, you know, lunchbox for my kid. Uh-huh. It and is. I'm always looking for something to spice up her lunchbox so that she'll eat instead of play. Big you know, it's, it's hard because like it. if you don't like vegetables, you're inclined to probably not like them, even if you've never tried them. I've grown up, I was forced to eat vegetables, and therefore I just decided when I became old enough that I didn't have to eat my vegetables, I just wasn't going to. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's select ones that I like, but uh, if donuts ever get classified as a vegetable, I am set. Oh, well, donuts are winners. I mean, I could literally live for breakfast with bacon and donuts. Really, bacon and this big applesauce mm-hmm. sounds phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Bacon well, and pretzel Available, crisps, I, from I what I can off. tell, uh, on their website, which is uh, BigSliceApples.com, they are only available at the Target for right now. So if you live near a Target, you probably have them. I found them in the applesauce aisle. I was, I was literally strolling looking for applesauce and thought, oh, look at this. This looks like for grown-ups, so I don't have to carry the little pouches of applesauce like a small child. But no, there's yeah. anything wrong with Yeah, I'm going to go look. So, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really nifty idea. I like that, Dan Kroll. See, I this like is what I came up with. Lot. And I'm even sharing these with you, even after you were sneaky and secretive and uh, <laughs> plotting against me for the anniversary show last week. I don't know There's how. No plotting did it. against you. It was plotting mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Is that what they say? All right. I don't know if I would buy that. I wouldn't believe you if I'm doing a, a screening. I think I would put you on a list. Uh, you know. If if I get to come back on the twentieth, I think it should be on camera, and I think it should be more AKA like Nickelodeon, and we slime you. I mean, that, that would be really, amazing, right? I you know, we get that. all the big stars, and you stand there with a head, you know, and they have pies, and you know, we we'd make it a fundraiser, and if they can hit you in the face with the pie can, it's like a thousand dollars to their favorite charity. <laughs> what pie will it be? <laughs> Well, it could be all kinds of your favorite pies. Maybe it's a, you know, big slice apple pie. 
Sounds win-win to me. I like pie. I say throw it. Charity gets money. I get pie. I get fed for a couple of days. <laughs> right? We could have a brownie brittle pie. You know, they could give to the charity of their choice. You know, I think it's good. I, we, and we've got time to plan. I like where my head is going right now. I just like the idea that you have food. You know what else I like? I like when there are people out there who are listening and they think enough that they want to call in and talk to folks and certainly to thank them and tell them how much they like them. And we do have somebody from North Carolina who, would, since we mentioned High Point and Krispy Kreme, maybe that you know sent out Krispy Kreme signals. But we have Bobby from North Carolina, Terry, who wants to say hello to you. Bobby, yeah, welcome right. to Central Live. Hey, Terry. I know you very well because we communicate on Facebook. And I want to say before I... Go on. Thank you very much for sending me a picture of you right before you left all my children, because that was awfully nice of you. Oh, you're so kind. Now, now, don't don't hate me if I get this wrong, but I'm I'm kind of feeling in my head that you're Bobby Evans. <laughs> yeah, I have to be unmasked after all these years, because because I think another uh, star is familiar with me from from other uh, uh, other soap talk shows and from this show named Jen Lilly of Days of Our Lives and. I wanted to say, you probably is one of the most funniest ladies around. It's um, too bad you couldn't return back to all my children either for the rest of the ABC run or the Internet version because I think you would have been probably as funny as ever. <laughs> and with the Internet, Lord knows what you would be saying out of your mouth because probably half of stuff would probably be, be censored or something like that, judging from the language that we're using early on on that show. Uh-oh. Well, thank you, thank you. Okay. You know, I think they would have let Simone stay and be a ghost for a long time, and then I opened my big mouth and told Julie Carruthers, you know, if you keep bring, you keep having Kendall talk to a ghost, they're going to put her in a funny farm. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to be, <laughs> it's not really, you know, not really conducive to the Kendall character to have her best friend be a ghost and her talk to her all the time. So, you know, for the good of the show as a whole, um, I kind of bowed out on that storyline. But I thank you that you loved it. I, you know, I think a, a whole soap of ghosts of all characters mm-hmm. from shows past would be a hilarious idea. That sounds like a web series waiting to happen. Bobby, thank you so much for your call. While we're talking about Ghost, I feel as though people will you know, run me out of town with pitchforks if I say this anymore in public, but I'm going to, Terry. <laughs> I don't watch Scandal. What about you? I neither. I think we're the only two. I am so glad to hear that because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we have Novell online from Buzzworthy Radio. He oh, is a big Scandal that. fan. We're going to bring him out. But before we get to Tim, you know, again, telling me why I should watch Scandal, even though I, I tune him out every time he says it because I just can't, we're going to ask him about food. So, Novell, tell us, what is your favorite snack food when you're watching whatever television program that you're watching? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. A peanut oh, butter and jelly? That's an old really? standby. That's a good one, though. That's so simple. Yeah. I it's tap so that in my kids' so lunch delicious. almost every day. It is. Well, okay, wait. Strawberry or grape? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Grape, so grape for tough. me. I, I mean, the both are fine, but if I had my choice, I would go for grape. Really? Novel? You're a graper, Yeah, huh? me too. That means I'm Terry supposed- Ivins is a strawberry. I am a strawberry, but it has to be, it can't have the seeds in it. I have to have the, a certain kind. Smucker's has a, a, a jar that's called all fruit, and it's a spread. So it's all fruit, but it takes all the seeds out. That's mine. Hmm. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's really good. Do you eat the crust, Novell, or do you, I mean, this, for me, I would prefer not to have the crust, but 
I mean, I eat be- the whole sandwich, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets wasted. Well, you know, this is actually, and for folks, again, who are listening, we normally do talk about soaps on the show. We'll get there at some point, but we've had a a last-minute cancellation. We're going to have Martha Madison coming up in the second half of the show. Guy Wilson, we'll have to reschedule. But uh, we're we're talking, oddly enough, about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So here is the other bizarre question. It's funny because I was doing this last night when I was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for myself, and I thought this is going to end up on my Facebook or Twitter feed at some point. When you make the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Novell, do you put peanut butter on one slice and jelly on the other slice and then put them together? Or do you have some sort of slathering? How, how do you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I put the peanut butter on the one slice and the jelly on the other slice and then just put the two slices together and eat it. <laughs> no, because there are some people who will double up on... And it's so funny you said that, because there are people that just, like, just slap it, like, right on there on, right there on the, on the piece of bread, on both, just one slice of bread, just, like, right there, and I'm just like, I can't do that. I yeah, gotta put yeah. one on one. Yeah, and a lot of jam, and a lot of peanut butter. So you're like the, you prefer yeah. a substantial sandwich. Mm. So, um, mm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Well, there will be no peanut butter on the show because you know we don't know if any of our listeners have a peanut allergy, and we don't want to have anybody upset that uh, you know that we're we're pushing <laughs> that. So we'll we'll move on slightly to talk about some other things uh, because I know that Novell, in addition to liking Scandal, which I said I wanted to watch, and then I end up watching an episode and didn't like it. Revenge was the opposite way. I had no interest in watching Revenge. Then the catch-up episode, I think either between season one and season two, or midway season one, whatever it was, came on. And it was all of the episodes in one hour, two-hour special, and it really caught my attention. So I've been watching it ever since then, but I was concerned when they changed the time. When they moved it to a later time on Sunday, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, when they start fiddling with schedules, that's maybe not a good thing. But I have to say, I'm enjoying Revenge a lot this season. There may have been some some stumbles uh, along the way last season from what I heard from people, but it's really on fire right now. What would be your selling point? Why would you tell people they need to watch Revenge, which airs Sundays on ABC? Well, first of all, I, I, I do agree with you. Uh, the, the time shift would have been a big deal uh, because... It's been on 9 o'clock on Sundays for a while, and I thought, you know, moving the time to a later time, it would be uh, very, very difficult, but I think it's better for them because everything's on at 9 o'clock on Sunday, and (laughs) you're trying to juggle watching Walking Dead and The Good Wife and now Resurrection at 9 o'clock, and so you don't have anything really up against it at 10 o'clock. So so that's the first thing. It's completely – this season has gone back to season one, roots of of the series you know as as season two i it it lost itself along the way but season three is back to where it needs to be you know it it more focuses now on emily van camp's character and i like the idea of how she's trying to shift her way through the graysons trying to get even with the Graysons for what they did to her father even though they sort of now know that she is a liar she's a fraud but they still don't know who she is, and so she's trying to still keep that tact of it a secret, but now the Grace is now trying to find out who she is. I, I think that's a, it's a nice little niche, and now, she, you know, they get to be more of a, can I say the word B-I-T-C-H on this show? Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I say say it. 
Well, I mean, it, it's. I think that you're right. I think that for uh, it's. It's always interesting to watch ratings to see. Sometimes shows will debut strong, and then they sort of peter out after people decide eh, it was a good time. Uh, I enjoyed the show, but maybe I'm not going to watch it regularly. And then there are some shows which, I mean, like soap operas, tend to have more of a life on their own on DVR where people can't watch it on the same day because they have a whole lot of stuff going on and they'll watch marathons at the end of the week or you know they'll watch a couple of days uh, f- during the middle of the week and to try to catch up. So, uh, I mean, I think that there are a lot of shows out there, particularly shows that maybe don't show that they're doing strong in the ratings that really seem to have a strong presence because you always see their hashtags. Uh, I mean, The Neighbors, which right. I personally like. It's a, it's a funny little comedy on ABC. It airs on, on Fridays. And it's not doing Bafo in the ratings because I think that it's one of those shows that people get a an idea of what it is and it's not. Or maybe the way that it's pushed out there to the people, the message of the actual show doesn't get there. They think it's going to be a kiddie show and it turns out that it's actually more of adult humor. And I, I'm saying all of this to get back to Terry to find out what are some of the shows that you watch that you don't feel are maybe – as appreciated by the masses that people need to know about and start tuning in to watch? Gosh, that's such a great question. And I am i think it's because I've, I've made my living for over 25 years in television in front of the camera that I seriously do not turn the television on. I don't. I don't. I watch sports and I watch movies. So if I'm sitting here taking notes, what you guys are saying of like what I should be watching. Now, when my friends are on, I'll tune into their episodes. You know, like I, I'm so now that it's over, I'm completely into How I Met Your Mother, right? Because one of my besties, Billy Zapka, they just revamped his entire career on that amazing show. But here, eight seasons went by before I actually knew what it, ever had time to watch it. Uh, I think shows that are in their first run pushing through, like True Detective, phenomenal. We don't know if it'll ever come back, because unlike the days of Seinfeld, where an actual network would give a show two or three seasons to find an audience, now because there's so much competition with so many different channels, you know, they don't have the money to let let an audience find you. So your question is really heavy-loaded, and I wish I had some great answer you know i you know i i rarely watch reality and yet i am addicted to dance moms right now and i'm like one of the late bloomers for that right i and i'm I'm completely embarrassed to say i'm hooked tuesday night at 10 o'clock on lifetime to dance moms right i know when it comes on and my daughter and i watch and you know what it does for me it reminds me what kind of mother i am not going to be that's always interesting that's a yeah. good. I mean, that's a great reason to watch television. There are a lot of shows I think I watch. I thought, oh, thank goodness, it's not, like Hoarders. It's a great example. It makes me feel better about my life. Doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I know that's horrible. We're not judging any hoarders out there. If you're a hoarder yourself, we encourage you to give some of your things to Goodwill, maybe, or uh, consult with you know some uh, folks in your area to try to figure out why you're hoarding on to things. But that being said. I'm so glad where I think, oh my goodness, you know, I need to throw some of this stuff away. And I realize, eh, you know, it, it could be worse. Uh, 
I don't know where this is actually going, but we're going to make it work somehow. <laughs> well, you know, Oprah had this challenge, and and I actually did it um, in '09, and she said, you know, she challenged families to just pack up a suitcase and you leave everything behind, right? Or you put it in storage. I saw I don't know this. What she did, yes, yes, right? yes, yes. And and basically, that's what I did in '09. And I lived out of, a, I had two, uh, two suitcases and my daughter had a suitcase and, and we moved into a turnkey and there we were. And for whatever reasons, all of our stuff remained in storage for a year and I didn't miss any of it. I really, really? didn't. It, so it was amazing. Wow. You know, and I'm happy now to have my shoe collection and to have all my jackets. And I will say there's moments during that year where I'd be like, oh, man, I wish I had that. But you know what? That's all it was. So when we pack rat all this stuff, it becomes this heavy burden over time. You know, we get to, we, we, I think in our heads, it's it, that, that materialistic possession of I need more, I want more. But when you cut it all down and you downsize, you realize you don't need a whole lot to have a happy life. So therefore, every day is just that much more rich, whether you have it or not. Welcome to the food and advice hour of Soap Central <laughs> Live with Terry Ivins, myself, and Navelle J. Lee. We are covering all of the bases. And for both of you, I want to thank you for helping me in a bind here where uh, you know we had a, a last minute. When I say last minute, I'm talking maybe 22 minutes before the show, we found out that Guy Wilson was still on set at Days of Our Lives and would not be able to be here with us today. And of course, I had everything planned in my head about how the show would go. So that's amazing. But we have to have, you know, at least one last food thought for folks out there. I mean, it's here in the East, it's dinner time. it's getting there on the West Coast. So if, Terry, if you could only have one food item... Oh, for the rest of your life. Oh, you guys know what the answer oh, is. Everybody right now is getting ready to tweet the same word. Tweet it away. What would it be, Terry? Okay, I'll give everybody two seconds. But it's spelled B-A-C-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> it is its own food group. And Navelle, uh, I'm actually think I have the idea in my head of what you might say. But what would yours be? If you could only have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? One food for the rest of my life. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's Red Baron pizza because that always seems to be what you're eating. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that, but it really, I could live without that. Uh, pasta. I can't live without pasta. that. Hmm. That would be the one thing. The really? One thing. You're that big into pasta? Because my, my second would be chocolate. I'm, I could do without chocolate, believe it or not. I, that's why I say the bacon. I could because, do without you know, that, too. As much as I love Reese's Cups, I could, yeah, I could deal without that. Well, I, I guess with that, the only other thing that we have to discuss before uh, we take a commercial break is this love triangle that folks on Twitter and Facebook may not be aware of. But Terry Ivins and I have a really rather contentious love triangle with the Travelocity roaming gnome. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I believe I saw the gnome first, and I believe the gnome followed me first, so that would make you a gnome-stealing tramp. 
Well, he does have eyes for me, and he visits me personally. So, you know, I have a personal relationship with Roman, and uh, he's actually did a Roman. commercial for me. You know, Roman did for uh, going to be with Terry Ivins. <laughs> I have to air that again because it's pretty hilarious. Um, but you're right, Dan. I I think that you and I would I would be a great. Uh, team for America, uh, we're, uh, Amazing Race. You mentioned that to me, and I was kind of dumbfounded, and I didn't answer back because I was like, am I strong enough? Am I fast enough? Would I cut off all my hair? And then my answers were yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> Mine would be yes, yes, and probably not. Uh, and I would, do you, well, first of all, do you have a strong constitution? Would you eat everything that, you know, that they put out there? Because the food challenges would be yours. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Are not you eating. serious? You're going to leave? You're gonna, you're, I have to cut off my hair and eat everything on the plate? You're going to leave her hanging. She's going to cut off her hair, and you're going to keep it. Really? Well, Come do you on. remember I, that American race where that wonderful African-American lady had that gorgeous yes. mane of hair? And they made her cut it off. Joyce and Uchenna, they and ended up winning. Uh, yes, so I'm, because I would, they had that extra time. I would, I, would, I would do the hair before I eat the strange foods. I, I just can't see myself eating, you know, pig snout. Sorry. Sorry, oh, pig I snout know. lovers. I know. I know. Right? A like hundred-year-old goose egg. Ugh. Well, it's- with... With that, we are, our time is actually at a goose egg. We're out of time for this particular segment, but I want to thank the lovely Terry Ivins and the equally lovely <laughs> J. Lee. Follow him at Buzzworthy Radio on Twitter. Thank you, both of you, for helping me fill some time here. I really, really appreciate you got it. got it. I love you both. I'll talk Absolutely. to you soon, guys. Okay, bye. All right, gang, we have to take a quick break, but we have Martha Madison coming up in just a couple of moments. Stay tuned because Soap Central Live will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with Soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, Check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? 
please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. My next guest has brought along a guest of her own. We'll find out who that is in just a moment, but let me give her a suitable introduction because my next guest is an actress, a talk show host, entrepreneur, and a new mom. You may know her because from 2004 to 2008, Martha Madison appeared as Belle Black on Days of Our Lives. She's now appearing in the Emmy-nominated web series, The Bay, and you can catch her as co-host of The Soapbox with Lily and Martha. She's Martha, in case you haven't figured it out. She's here with us to talk for the very first time on Soap Central Live. So, Martha Madison, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, I understand that you you did a BYOG, you brought your own guest with us. Why don't you give your special (laughs) guest an introduction? I'll let you handle it. Well, I um, I tend to take my macho nacho with me everywhere I go, so I decided to bring along my uh, my co-star and pal Ignacio Cerrito. Hello, hello there. Did, now, do you carry him along in your purse? How do you how do you do this? How do you tote him along? <laughs> uh, it's usually a piggyback kind of situation, but uh, <laughs> whatever works. All right, so it's this very true. Is... I am more comfortable behind her. <laughs> <laughs> so. For those of you out there who are tweeting along, you can tweet your own punchlines for some of these. Um, so the first time folks come to the show, I like to do a little introduction. It's sort of an initiation. There's no hazing or anything, but we like to try to find out a little bit more about you. So I've got some questions that I'm going to ask both of you so we can see exactly what we're getting ourselves into. So the first one would be, Martha, we'll start with you. What's your least favorite household chore? My least favorite household chore Yes. Um, cooking. I don't cooking. cook. <laughs> At all? At all. I am, uh, I am dangerous in the kitchen, and so my husband just uh, requires that I don't come in. <laughs> hey, what about you, Ignacio? What do you like to, uh, do you like to cook? I'll ask you that. Oh, I love to cook. What's your favorite thing to cook? Oh, man. It depends. I mean, uh... I love meat. I like, I like to bake. Uh, I don't know. I like cooking. Everything I, if I cook, I'm, that means I took my time to, to do it. So whatever I'm making, I'm gonna, I wanna make it good. Okay. Well, that, well, that's a good thing. So we were asking about being stranded on a desert island. For those of us out there who are actually old enough to remember what CDs and albums and records and things are. Uh, Martha, if you could be trapped on a desert island, what would some of the uh, albums or CDs be that you would have to have with you in order to make oh it for the rest of the time? That's so hard. Um, it kind of is, and you can't cheat by saying, like, the best of greatest hits of somebody, because I think that's cheating. Oh, damn it, because I was just about to say, like, Madonna's greatest hits. <laughs> you know what? We'll accept it. We'll, t- we'll take uh, one of the ones that had some new songs on it, and we'll, we'll do that. But is there anything else that comes to mind? Um, well, I'm a big Madonna fan. I think I would definitely have to have the Dixie Ticks first album. Oh, my God. Um, oh, shut up. And, Wait, um, that's not Wide Open Spaces, is it? No. Yes, wide open spaces. Wow, and, I'm really sad that I know that. <laughs> you I know what? I saw the Dixie Chicks in concert once, and there were four of them. 
So I'm going to go through and I'm not going to lie. Wait a minute. There were four of them? There were four of them. Um, I think they, they must have eaten the fourth one. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> um, and I would probably have Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Yeah. It's an interesting combination. Okay, so I'm guessing that, uh, Ignacio, you would not have the Dixie Chicks on your playlist. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, it's a very weird coincidence. When I first moved to America when okay. I was 19, um, I, I remember the, the, the first CD that somebody bought me here was the Dixie Chicks Wide Open Spaces. <laughs> and uh, so I would uh, I would have my my old crappy car with no air conditioning, and I would go to uh, work and to school singing. Can I hear the pen drop when they walk through the door? <laughs> so I make fun of Martha, but I actually love that album and. Uh, and I also saw them live, and I, I always wanted to uh, to get with the violin player. She's so hot. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, so, the other one's really tall, and I don't like women who are taller than me. Uh, and and the other one, it seems that after our second child, she would explode. Uh, yeah, huge. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that- so. Now, like, the violin player, she seems to have that slim fit. You know, I was like, That's oh, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, yes, 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 yes. And Do I we even know what the you know, fourth one was named? Future Geek. So, you know, Marty, Marty McFly. All right. So, we've got some very interesting selections here. We'll be, you know, trapped on a desert island with the Dixie Chicks and no, Willie Nelson. Wait, wait, wait. I wouldn't think that album, though. Oh, okay. Um, I would take Michael Jackson's Bad. Yeah. 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 That's a good and one. I would, and I would take uh, any of uh, George Carlin's albums. Oh, okay. that's good. Yeah. So we've yeah. got the whole, the whole thing. So provided that, you know, we're all trapped on the same island, we'll have a good range of music. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. hope we're not all trapped on an island together. I, I love you guys, but, you know. <laughs> oh, well, well speaking as long, of... As long as it's Catalina, we could stay at the hotel there. Yeah, I'm an indoor girl. He's <laughs> like, Catalina Island, I could do. We'll stay at the two Harvard hotels. There's no good hotels in Catalina. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All of the stories come out on Soap Central Live. But one of the other things, you know, I made a big deal that this is your first appearance for both of you here on the show. But there's something else that some folks would say would be, you know, far more monumental, Martha. And you are a... First time mom. I'm, I'm what about five? Just about five months now. I'm sorry. What did you say? So you've been a, a new mom just about five months now, right? Yeah, almost five months. Um, the last two months have been really great. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't do pregnancy very well, and the first few months were really tough. So um, I I am somewhat justified in my. Um, in my belief that having kids is, is really, really hard, and that's why I didn't do it right away. Um, but I'm, she's just a doll now. I mean, she's super funny, and she's got a very... She's going to have kind of a wicked sense of humor, I think. 
Um, and she's very animated and fun and gorgeous. So I'm and, very she's already, and she's already driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Well, she's, she's amazing. only she's only driving motorcycles, but she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, folks out there, you can see a photo by going over to Martha's Twitter page. It's twitter.com slash Marth27. Now that we've got all of the, the niceties out there and we're, we're sort of, you know, feel good, I want to go into a dance challenge because I know, Martha, you and Lily Melgar had the dance off, but it seems like Ignacio was sort of chiming in there that he may want to challenge you to a dance off, perhaps in round two. A- am I reading too much into this or can we see a, a dance challenge coming up soon? Oh my uh, God. <laughs> well, Martha, well, Martha what, what, what would happen if I were to challenge you guys on a dance off? If you were going to challenge me on a dance off? Yeah, if I ever did, which I didn't, but what would happen, to be honest? Wow. Um, <laughs> this shouldn't be this shouldn't take you that long. I would destroy you both. I don't know if you could destroy us both, Ignacio. Oh because no, you no, know no, no. I have I have great bedroom eyes. <laughs> that is true. Well I will just dance blind blindfolded. I think um I think that we should dance together against Lily and then we Ooh. win. <laughs> oh, but that is way too unfair. Yeah, well, she she doesn't play fair, so that works. Yeah. Uh, what would be the style of dance? Do we think? Um, well, you know, no, I don't think say, don't say salsa because I will. I'm not going to say salsa. Say, uh, I was going to say tango. <laughs> that's fine. That's okay. You know, it's the love hate push pull thing that that we do so well. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's my favorite dance, and it's from my country, so. So there you go. Yeah. It's yep, so yep, sexy. Yep, yep. It's it's really the one that I mean you can watch and and for me anyway I can feel the most from that. There's so much going on on a tango. Yeah. Oh, I I love it. It's always very it's a very sexy dance. Yeah. And, I mean, I was looking, because, you know, you can't always believe everything that you read on the Internet. find that hard to believe. But I see here for Ignacio, it says that, that you are not only well-versed in dance, but that there are a whole lot of, of different areas. Modern dance, salsa, merengue, jazz, and hip-hop. Is this true? Can we believe what and we read on the Internet? And pole dancing. <laughs> and pole dancing. I will add this to the profile now. I was once quoted as the worst stripper in Mexico City. The worst stripper? Yeah, I, I would tie my shoes on too tight, so I spent half the set trying to get my, rid of my converse. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why they... That explains why they always wear the breakaway pants, so you don't have to take off your shoes first, I guess. Right, but I had my mom sew my pants, so they were real tight and they weren't breakaways. Okay. So uh, continuing on this strange, wacky trip that we have here, I'm gonna, I have one for you, Martha, that I read on the internet that God. it was just so <laughs> wacky and out there that I felt I had to ask you. So are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm ready. There is, uh, I saw someone that said you may or could have been a contestant on The Bachelorette. Is this true? <laughs> This is on the internet, so you know I'm I'm here to dispel myths. No, no, it's not true. What happened was 
um, after the first season of The Bachelor, my mother was desperate to find a husband for me, and she sent my picture in. And they called me, and I was like, you're who from where? <laughs> what? And then my mother fessed up and told me what she had done. It's oh just a God. strange concept to me, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I don't, I, and for somebody who likes soaps, you think I would get it. I don't understand I, it. Know, what am I, I don't missing? watch them, so I don't know, but um, I think it's, I think it's terrible that what women will put themselves through for 15 minutes of fame. I just think it's terrible. <laughs> well, men do it too because they have the bachelorette. So there are men out there who are doing just the same thing, I guess. So let's let's be yeah, equal opportunity. I guess, I, I guess so, but maybe. I, it's, it's horrible. This guy making out with 15 women. How dare he? Seriously. <laughs> How dare he? It just—it's with all these hot chicks. Gosh, it makes me wanna. It's not him that I have. It's them. It's the girls that I have the issue with that they would even want to. uh, It just—I don't know. I'm I'm a germaphobe. It just to me sounds like (laughs) filling the. It sounds like Ebola waiting to happen. Not good for someone with OCD. Yeah. (laughs) At all. all. So we're. we're, That's what happens in Cancun, and the only difference is not televised. Oh my God! God. Sure. Sounds like the press line at the daytime Emmys to a certain extent. Um, but <laughs> we can draw from that what everybody will. Um, you know, so where we some of the things that we I have on the list to talk about, and I'm watching because the clock is ticking down. We've we've chattered on for a whole lot here. I want to mention uh, the Bay, of course. It's coming back. On May 1st, I guess it is, and we have this wonderful series of confessions that have been put up there to sort of allow people to who've watched the show to see another side and get some more information. And for people who haven't watched the Bay yet, for whatever reason, it's a great way for them to jump in. So uh, what can we expect from as much as you're allowed to tell us, what can you, we expect from your characters coming up in the next season? What is it's chapter 12? I think it is. Yeah. In chapter 12, um, you know, obviously, uh, obviously Nanny and Marley come back. They weren't there last season. Um, I think from us, you will see some uh, love, some tempers, um, some uh, interesting realizations. <laughs> I can only speak vaguely, but um, we have a lot of fun in this chapter. All right. Oh, so, that's all I'm going to say. It's very fun. Well, we, we don't and, want and anyone to come away too. We have a really good time together. Yeah. Is there, uh, you know, any rose ceremonies involved? Are you are you making <laughs> you know making out with fifteen guys? I'm sure this is. It's nothing like the Bachelorette. <laughs> no, I I only make out with Ignacio. <laughs> There you go. Spoiler alert: There'll be lots of making out on the bay. So, Ignacio, too, for you, uh, I want to be able to plug as many different things that we've got here. I was looking on IMDb and found out that you've got a couple of films coming up. Rap production on, I'm just happy that I get to say ass on the radio here, Badass 2, Badasses. And then The Wedding Ringer with Philly's own, since it's where I'm at right now, Kevin Hart, which sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's talk about Badass 2 first, because it sounds, you know, very badass, I guess. Tell me, what can, we, what can you tell me, and do we know when it'll be out? Um, badass is, I get to, uh, I get to play the, the bad guy in the movie, and, 
And that was a lot of fun because I get to, you know, uh, beat up uh, Denny Trejo and and uh, wrestle around with Denny Glover. So it's like a dream come true, you know. I mean, Danny Glover, Lethal Weapon, best buddy cop movies ever made. Um, and then uh, that one, I think, uh, Badasses is, is uh, comes out on, uh, like, I think it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray April 8th, and then it goes to Netflix. And uh, uh, and then The Wedding Ringer will come out on uh, Martin Luther King weekend of next year. Okay, so it's a while away uh, off. Yeah, because Kevin Hart has like twenty-seven thousand movies come out, um, so you know we don't want our movie to interfere with the other ones. Um, so it's that busy. one is going to be a that one is uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very 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 different role that I think is going to shock some people and it make it may uh, make Martha not want to make out with me anymore. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm gonna be jealous. No, I think you 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 might be turned off. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think I could be turned off by you, darling. Oh, that is so <laughs> sweet, and I'll uh, I'll pay you later. <laughs> and you need later. to tell everyone who's listening, Ignacio, about your stint on Bones with my girl Emily yes. Deschanel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm I'm a, I'm a new uh, forensic anthropologist on the lab, and. Uh, I'm um, kind of uh, Brennan's equal, but uh, she sees me a little bit as a threat. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun as it develops. And Bones is like this show, the little show that could. It seemed that you know they were at one point they were going to take it off the air and maybe do some other stuff with it, but its ratings are still strong, and now it's just it's chugging along. So, so we certainly wish the best for that show uh, as well. And uh, I I couldn't be I mean. I couldn't be happy for those guys. It's actually, it's one of the few shows that I have uh, followed from day one, from episode one. Oh, really? Uh, that I, I don't, yeah, actually, yeah, it was, uh, I don't have a TV. I haven't had a TV in like 15 years, so I, I, I wow. can't follow shows. But, but Bones is the show that I started watching, the one show that I think I started watching as soon as I moved to the U.S., um, so, uh, and I, I kept watching it, and uh, over the over the years, I would run into some of the other actors on the show, and would just tell them, you know, that I really liked them and stuff. And all of a sudden, I got offered this role, and it was it was it was incredible. It was really amazing how how everything uh, comes back around, you know. And uh, I'm I'm I, I am so happy for this group because after working with them for only a week, I. Uh, I can sincerely say they are, they are, one like some of the coolest uh, people I've met in the ten years that I've been here. Um, they 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 act around they act on set like they like they they like their kids and kind of like the way I like to act and just always be messing around and having fun and they have fun like they. It's unbelievable. It's refreshing. You know what I mean? They don't. They do not see it as a job, and and that's important to me as well. You know, so I, I couldn't be happy for them to keep going on. You know. And it's one of those things where you really can't fake chemistry. I mean, in many cases, you either have it or you don't. And that brings us back to Martha with the chemistry that you have with Lily on the soapbox. 
Where did the idea come for the two of you to get together? Because it's it's magic. I feel as though when I'm watching that I'm sort of peering into a, a private conversation <laughs> sometimes that maybe I shouldn't be. Oh, well, that's a great compliment coming from you, um, such a seasoned interviewer. Um, Lily actually was uh, thinking about doing a talk show at T-Radio V, a Spanish-speaking talk show, and she had met the people over there, and um, and uh, they really liked each other, and she decided that maybe um, we had done Planet 360 together, and she had thought, you know, we had really enjoyed doing that soap segment together, that maybe we could do a longer version of something like that. So she actually came to me and said, would you be interested in doing this? And I said, I'd be terrified to do that, <laughs> um, but we can try. Um, and, you know, uh, we didn't do it right away. We waited about six months until we could get Michelle Stafford on the show because we knew that we needed to launch with somebody big. Um, and Michelle Stafford just, uh, decided uh, that she could do it this one particular Thursday, and that became our time slot. And um, now we're the number one rated show on T-Radio V. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. As you should be. Like I said, it's, it is entertaining to watch. It's sit there. I mean, there's, I've seen episodes where there were shots done. I've seen episodes where, you know, we've, we've asked some very pointed questions. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So for folks, they should definitely check it out and we'll, we'll have the address and everything on our Twitter feed. But I'm watching my engineer is giving me signs here that we're, we have to, sort of wrap it up up. so we only have a couple of minutes let me go back to ignacio and allow you an opportunity to address your fans because obviously they have been incredibly supportive over uh, over your career so what do the fans mean to you what message do you have for them oh man well i think that um speaking for myself is that i uh that what keeps me going uh in this uh, world of, of acting, is uh, is people's responses and reactions, and and the fact that you can uh, take them away into another world for a little bit, let them forget about their 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 troubles, or if they had a stressful day, you can take them to another world, and uh, and uh, and also make them uh, introduce them to. A, a part of you that that they never knew about, and in, in my case, I like to also um, educate people on where I come from and and, and other cultures, and yeah, it's, it's it's great. I think we have a, a huge responsibility. Every artist, I always say, so and, and it's a great responsibility because you you really influence people, and uh, and it's a uh, it's kind of like Spider Man, you know what I mean? With great power comes great responsibility. Um, but it keeps you disciplined and, and, and it makes you want to be a better person and a better uh, artist as well. And Martha, we have about a minute. Uh, my notes here, I'm correct. The thing I got out of that was that he's showing us a part of him we never knew about. It's probably <laughs> taken out of context. Not a very good way to put there. But <laughs> what do you have in, in the minute or so that we have left that you'd like to share with the fans? You know, anything that I ever do as far as um, kind of being out in the public eye, it always amazes me that anyone is interested. <laughs> um, so, you know, anyone who, um, there's so many wonderful fans who really just stuck with me through the years and really supported everything I've done and have been actually really great at giving me advice on motherhood and, and wonderful things like that. And it's always so surprising to me, and I'm always so humbled by it. And I really, you know, I'm just grateful that there's, people out there who give a damn. <laughs> you 
Well, we give a damn, and unfortunately, like I said, we're, the, the segment went far too fast, so I want to extend the invitation for both of you to come back at any time, and of oh, course, thank you. thank you for being here today. Well, Dan, we also, uh, we extend an open invitation to you as well. Anytime you're in Los Angeles, we'd love to have you on the soapbox. I will seize this opportunity. I will be there, and uh, hopefully you won't regret it. Next week, we actually have, um, next week at 2 o'clock on Thursday, we have Navelle Lee, who you just had on your show, and we also have Roger Newcomb from We Love Soap, so don't miss it. That's going to be fun. They'll be out there for the independent, the ISAs, or the Indie Series Awards. Independent Series Awards, that's right. All right, everybody. Unfortunately, the sands have run out of our hourglass for this week. It means we're out of time. But I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. Of course, I want to thank my guests, Martha and Ignacio and Terry Ivins and Navelle from the last segment as well. If you missed any part of today's show, if you just want to hear this craziness that was this hour, you can always go to SoapCentralLive.com and listen to every episode on demand. It's completely free to do so. Again, every episode that we've done there. So we have 200... 23 episodes, I think now. It's more than enough time to fill your days with soap entertainment and interviews and gossip and whatnot. The show is also available on iTunes in the podcast section. That is it for this show. That is it for the month of March, at least as far as we're concerned. We're going to be back here next week, April 4th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Until then, I'm Dan Kroll, urging you to tune in next time for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.